Happy in Women's Empowerment Month. Are you guys excited? Because you know I am. Thank you once again for tuning into the podcast entitled I'm My Sister's Keeper. It's me, Carla, the host. And as you're aware, this podcast was created so women would have a safe space to discuss what's on their mind while keeping shit real, raw, and uncut. It's due time we stop sugarcoating issues in our everyday lives that affect our well-being. This evening, our special guest in the building is a super mom of two beautiful children, a fabulous wife, and a new sister girlfriend to the podcast. She's the VP of Marketing for a fourth-generation garage door manufacturer. She's a sandwich ology, uh, artist. I'm sorry. She's a mixologist. She has a black belt in karate, and the list goes on and on. However, this evening, she's in the building to discuss her new endeavor, which is called Joy Inc. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for the one, for the only, Michaela. Lovely, are you there? I am here, Carla. Hello. Hello. Okay, the floor is all yours. Take it away. Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate that incredible introduction. You're welcome. You know, I think it's really fun uh, that of my resume, which I admit is, you know, reads like a strange comic strip sometimes, (laughs) uh, that you picked out the sandwich artist and the mixologist, um, and it says something else there. But, um, you know, I think that it's so important, right? Like, I have probably more credentialed jobs, but at the end of the day, we are all these incredible stories, these incredible lives made up of little pieces right and Mm -hmm. and one of those pieces for me where I learned management skills I learned creativity inventory customer service was managing a a sandwich shop in Wilmington North Carolina and I very proudly said you know what I'm not just a sandwich girl I'm I'm a sandwich artist and I kind of took that because whatever it is that we do let's bring our greatest self and let's have some fun with it um, and, and then really turn that into quality skills that you can use later on in life. I thought that was so awesome. That, I thought that, that was fun. awesome. I really, I really, really thought that was awesome. Um, when you worked at the store in North Carolina, like how long were you there? And did you know at that particular time that you wanted to do something different with your skills? Because you have tons of uh, background. Right. So at the time I was in college, uh, I I liked college so much I went twice. If I had my druthers, I would go again and again and again. Wow. Um, but so I was getting a degree in social work at the time. Uh, so that was kind of my side job. So I always knew that I wanted to be in service to others. Right. Social work is very much in that way. Yep. My next, um, you know, academic venture at the time, you know, came later with education and choosing English uh, in high school. So I like to believe that everything I did was to create and to consciously build up to these things, but I really was just living my life and taking the very best I could out of those experiences. And it's only now that I can look back and be like, dang, that was a really, really critical piece to who I've become today. Right, because it's not always clear in the moment. No, it's That's not. That's for sure. So, um, to piggyback on to what you said, what was the turning point 
in your life to make you say, okay, enough is enough. The world needs Joy Inc. Right. Okay. So I was, you know, the really aspiring academic in the college world. And um, I held a great job as a social worker. I was an English teacher for seven years and I fulfilled every piece of those things that I wanted. And then it was time to move on, right? And, and, and do the next things on the list that culture, society, expectations put on us. Yep. You know, and I, you know, my husband and I at the time were dating and we were getting married. And then what's next? When are you going to have the baby and you get the house? And yep. you check off the list, right? And I'll tell you what, my list was very, very checked off. It was right on, right? But somewhere along the way, where I said earlier, we're not always thinking consciously, right? I was just going with the flow. Right. And I stopped thinking about what it is that makes me me versus what it is that makes me a mom, a wife, a sister, a daughter, an employee, a neighbor. And it, it was years. I mean, I spent the majority of my 30s in service to others and voluntarily just giving myself away. Right. In the name of love and in the name of all things good, right? <laughs> so... Absolutely. How could there be something wrong with this? Yeah. How could I not feel whole? And from the blessings of all things powerful and good, you know, I've worked with coaches in the past and really incredible people. One of them said, you know, what do you want more of in your life? And I said, oh, that teary-eyed and weepy because the truth hurts. But yeah. I want more joy. I am lacking joy. I have everything in place, but I'm lacking this deep-rooted joy. And it hurts to say that. Because, you know, if, if you've seen my Instagram, if you've seen me in life, I'm a very joyful looking creature. Right. But I've given that away, right? And I and I said, I'm like, dang, but I'm a flower. Just like, I look around all these beautiful flowers in the world, these beautiful trees and plants and vitality. And here I am, struggling by my own volition, of my own choice. And when I answered that question of I want more joy incorporated into all the aspects of my life, I knew that I was making a choice, I said it out loud, and it had to become real. Coincidentally, that aligned with my 39th birthday, that I felt just kind of bottom of the barrel, like not great, here comes 40, and 39 in a day came and I said, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done with it. And it was the inspiration I needed to put the pedal to the metal of a, of a Kindle that had been burning. Um, and I said, I, my service to myself is not in just cultivating my own joy. My service to myself and to others is helping others cultivate that joy. And if I'm going to lead, I've got to do it myself. So I dug deep, got really hardcore on, on who I am and what I align with. And, and, and I turned up the volume on my life. And I said, my flower will be nurtured and I will shine again. Um, and it's been the greatest blessing. It's been the greatest blessing to know that in my authenticity, I now get to help my peers, my neighbors, my sisters, my brothers, the, the people with whom I commute on this earth. I get to help them be their best selves. And it's incredible. Now, incredible. with that, with that, because that was well said. What are three basic techniques people can utilize daily to help them view their situations with 
differently? Right. Oh, that's tough, you know, because everyone wants the magic pill, yeah. right? Um, as, as a former educator, I taught high school English for, for seven years, and I loved it. But there was no one teaching methodology that mm-hmm. could teach all the kids, right? right. So it's, we all have to stop, and, and I encourage your listeners, our, our listeners today, to say, okay, hold on. What is the thing that I am tolerating? really stop and think about that what are you tolerating for me it was a lack of joy real joy and when we're willing to answer that question then we get to play with it and say now how do we get there right so there's no one way from me to get to you there's all these different routes and roads right Right. so create your own storybook if you will if you want to do this go to page 17 so it's tough to answer what's the one way but what I have come to know, what I have come to believe and see day in and day out, that there really are three things that can help a person find their best way. It all starts with their own authenticity. Can they find the values that are, are really relevant to them today? Not, not them five years ago, not them when they were a twinkle in their parents' eye, but them today. And can they align their behaviors with that, right? So having the authenticity to say, this is who I am today and this is what's important. That's very hard to get to without the second piece, which is perspective. If I, you know, pandemic hits and quarantine hits and everyone's walls closed in and and we were surrounded by a mirror of ourselves, right? We were alone with ourselves. It's hard to think about what's happening outside of that when when all you have is your internal thoughts, right? So having the perspective, being able to speak with peers, to read books, to engage and connect, so that you can challenge what you believe, right? I, I believed for the longest time that I was spot on. I was I was nailing it. My checklist was good. But until I had someone say, but is that really what you want? Like, is this really how you want to do it? It wasn't until that point that I was able to say, you know what, there might be a more me way. There might be a more in line with me way. Forget Pinterest, right? Forget all that influence. I needed that perspective. So in whatever form we take that, um, have a, a weekly call with a girlfriend, you know, read the four agreements, read the book of joy, read these these stories that help us to understand that even in the darkest of times, there is still light. That even when you feel alone, there's still other people. Um, so I really believe that a shared perspective and challenging the stories that we tell ourselves gives us an opportunity to step out and say, okay, I see Michaela. I see, wow, what is she doing? Hold on. Let me rethink this and maybe next time I can try it a different way. So, so no. essentially, I don't mean to cut you okay. off. So, no, so essentially, would it be safe to say that everyone needs to carve out some quiet time for themselves so they can kind of stop, start, reset, and continue? Yes, and I think that quiet time gets defined by the individual, yep. right? Whether yes. it's quiet time being shared in communication and, and, and dialogue with a friend, yes. whether it's quiet time and doing meditation where, you know, you give yourself room and say, oh, crap, <laughs> shifted right out of that, let me come right back, and, yeah. and, and releasing that judgment, 
but it's such a personal thing in how we do it, but exercise, right? Taking time to cook or whatever your personal therapy is, is so very important. Um, because what else, what are we doing? What are we doing being so busy? You know? What are we doing if it's not serving us and in our service helping others? So let me let me pose this question and um well this is this is a big one so you'll kind of have to walk me through it. Being a mom is a tough job, right? But it's full of rewards. What do you say to a mother who is needs to dig herself out of a situation? to have a better tomorrow. And I've heard everything that you said from when you first started talking and it makes 100% sense. However, uh, she may be in a situation where her significant other is there and has disconnected from the situation or maybe he's not there she is unemployed. She is overwhelmed with the situation that we are all living in. Um, like you said earlier, obviously, you know, everyone's um, path to a better tomorrow looks a little different. But what type of jewels can you drop on us tonight so that perhaps maybe someone that's going through that can kind of feel a little bit better after this uh, call, uh, after our episode? Absolutely. You know, and I think that's a great question because we're all in that spot right now. We're, we're feeling like we have to dig out of something, right? And and to level the playing field a little bit, being a mom is tough, I got to tell you. Mm-hmm. But so is not being a mom. Mm-hmm. And so is being a dad. And so is being not a dad. Absolutely. Being a human is, is tough in the way of it requires effort. Right. Yeah. So, so we're all in that piece. We all want to dig, but the only way to really get out of it is to move through it. Right. If we continue to just dig in our hole, we're just going to bury ourselves in more dirt. So that's where it really comes into what hole are we digging out of? Because we can't dig out of all of them. We can't dig through all of them. What are the most important things? What are the values? Right. What are the obstacles? And then let's really challenge what's available today. And I promise you, there is a solution for everything. It may be uncomfortable. It may be a little ugly at first. It may feel really weird. But there is a solution to everything. But until we really understand what it is that's blocking, and the blocking could, yes, absolutely, so help me, be an aggressive spouse. It could be... Know, financial restraints it could be right. a million things but until we really know what it is you know my husband worked with me in my family business and, and we were having all these problems and I'm like oh you know Chris we're done we, we, we just can't do this <laughs> right 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 like because let's just point our finger at the obvious at the easy thing yeah you know the big closest thing to us yeah absolutely. and it was such a gift to be able to pause and be challenged in that say well wait let's peel back that onion a little bit because I think it's I I found for me that had I dug myself out of that hole I would be unmarried and in a really uncomfortable place with the company yeah 
So what we did instead was jump differently. We moved around the fact that we were in a hole and started spiraling upwards and made big decisions and, and decisions that might have looked weird to other people. Right. But two years later, we're still married. We're both still gainfully employed. And our hole is now okay. Our hole has now been filled. Um, do we still have work to do? Absolutely, because life is work, right. right? But when we understand where the person is and where they really want to be, not because they're checking off a list and not because their their parents put these expectations on them or, right. or the news put these expectations on them, but coming from a place of authenticity, real work can be done. And it doesn't always require... Uh, financial availability. It doesn't always require, you know, all this time and, and self-soothing and spas, although that's wonderful. But it, it requires willingness and, and authenticity. Um, I'm sure that it's safe to say folks have to kind of get real with themselves and yeah. decide on what they want to work on work what they want to work on and then move forward like you said and it and I it, it's going to be tough it's not going to be easy yeah. job but when you work through that and get to the other side it'll be so much more rewarding than where you started now if, absolutely if folks want to reach out to you and I'll make sure that I have all of your um, information regarding your social platform, social media platforms on my podcast page. Uh, is it cool for them to send you an email and then that way they can kind of uh, set up appointments to speak to you further right. about, you know, some things they may want to uh, work on? Absolutely. Yes. My email would be the best way and that's bringjoytolight.mb at gmail.com and we can talk about know is this the right fit if we're going to really preach authenticity you know I want to make sure that we're serving the right needs and the right people and and that that we're all ready to do this and it's very exciting to have those conversations and and to feel the hope and the desire to glow from the people I get to work with um I appreciate you being uh, on the show this evening. Thank you for dropping by. Uh, We all need a little joy in our lives. We absolutely do. And um, what you said was pivotal. pivotal. And I hope that it really helps someone this evening after listening to the episode. So I thank you so very much for being on. And um, I'm sure you'll be back soon. I once again, like I said, I will make sure that I leave all of your social media information on my podcast page so they can check you out on Instagram, they can check you out on Facebook, and you also have a website. Do you have any parting words for us, uh, lovely? Any parting words before we say goodbye? Absolutely. You know, I I just, I want to say thank you very much on behalf of women and humanity and truth seekers and gross desperate people because the core of this is connection right and, and yes. knowing that we're together in this and that we can grow and, and support one another so I, I thank you very much for the opportunity to be here today and 
to our listeners, I really just welcome you to come with me in this journey and help find your space of authenticity where joy can pervade your life and that of others. So thank you and uh, make it a great day, everyone. And we thank you. Kisses. Speak to you soon. Bye.